Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. Have you ever heard of speaking things into existence? The point that I'm trying to make here is that it's important to know, verbalize, and even write things out that you want, even in a future husband. For all you single women out there, it is important not to just get into a relationship blind. If you want to get married, it is important for you to know what you need in a future husband and what type of person you want to be with in order to feel fulfilled in your future marriage. That is where the whole to my future husband concept comes into play. I'm going to list some of the requirements for my future husband to give you an idea of how a must have list works. Now, I know that you may not want the same things that I want from my future husband, but I do believe that the things I'm asking for should serve as a general outline on things that should be important to you. And also check out my video on the traits of a good man that an unmarried should look for, and you can do that down below. And don't forget to click the link to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Now, for example, I will be honest and say that the things that I want for my future husband have changed over time. If you would have asked me this question in my early 20s, the list would have been very superficial and pointless, nothing of value and nothing that makes up a real relationship, like must be over six foot tall, must be attractive, there must be sexual chemistry. And because these are the things that I spoke into existence, these are the type of men that I dated. And as you can see, the fact that he has a nice body has nothing to do with making him a great potential spouse. I mean, it just means that he likes to work out. So as I have matured, I have learned how to pray for my future husband, which I actually have a separate blog post on, and you can click the link down below to read that. And what to look for in my future husband so that I'm not sitting around wasting time with random a man that have no potential of even leading into marriage. So number one, must be financially stable. Call it gold digging, call it materialistic, call it whatever it is that you want. I call it being a grown behind man that is preparing for a family. As a single mother, there have been many times that I have stretched to my financial limit. So as the saying goes, I can do battle by myself. I don't need another person's financial hardship to add on to what I already have. I don't need another child. And as I spoke about in my video below, real men profess, provide, and protect. Financial stability does not mean that he must come with a lot of money. A drug dealer or a mafia boss can come with a lot of money. It goes beyond that. It means that he has a career, one that is going in a positive direction, has long-term goals, a retirement plan, life insurance, just to name a few. I want a man that is responsible with his money. This way I know that he will plan for our family. The last thing I want is a man running out and getting the latest pair of shoes or a luxury car, leaving his family broke and without food for a month. And the last thing I want is to wonder if our bills or our mortgage are going to be paid. Yeah, no thank you. A man that is financially stable shows that he is mature and he is taking the right steps to provide a proper household for him and his family. If a man does not have that, then I think he needs to stop dating, take time to figure out his own life until he does. How can he lead his family and teach them the right way to manage money if he's not even doing that himself? Number two, he must be a Christian. Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers for what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness or what fellowship has light with darkness. Second Corinthians 6, 14. I'm a Christian. I have a personal relationship with God and I want a husband that is going to understand that. I feel that when your husband is acting crazy, you may not be able to change him, but God can. When you go to God to pray about your husband, the only way the prayer is going to work is that if your husband actually believes in God. Plus, I feel like a true Christian man should know how to treat a wife according to 
of the Bible, which I have a separate blog on, and you can click the link down below to read that. There are biblical principles that tell a man not to cheat on his wife, not to lust after another woman, and to put his wife before all else. That is what I want. And furthermore, I want a man that is going to understand that me talking to God does not mean that I am suffering from paranoid schizophrenia. In fact, I want him to be able to talk to God with me. To illustrate my point, I want to take an excerpt out of my book that is specifically for single women, and you can click the link down below to buy. For myself and for many Christian women, God guides our steps always. Proverbs 6, 9. If a man is not listening to God, then who is guiding his steps? And if no one is guiding his steps, then where are you two going? You should want to be with a man that pushes you closer to God and not away from God. He could be the finest man that you ever did see, but if he is not a believer like you, then let it go and let God. Do not try to save his soul to make him a good fit and do not throw Jesus out the window because you want to be with him. You cannot change people, only God can. As you mature in a relationship, you know that looks fade. They are not everlasting, Proverbs 31, 30. Who someone is on the inside is what is really going to make the relationship work. Take it from someone who knows, a six pack will only get you so far. He may look good, the sex may be great, and you might love rubbing baby oil on his chest. But in the end, what is he going to do for your soul? How is he pushing you to grow as a person in God? And what is he doing with his own soul? Number three, must love my child as his own. I'm a single mother. I feel strongly about single mothers not kicking their kids to the curb for a man. And I actually have a separate blog post on that, which you can read down below. My son's father is not in his life. So many men that wants to love me needs to love my child. There is no way that my child is going to be treated like a stepchild in his own home. There's no compromising on this. If a man does not love my child, then he does not love me because my child is a part of me. Once again, to best illustrate my point, let's take an excerpt from my single mom's book, which you can click the link down below to buy. A real man who loves you and is destined to be with you is not going to judge you because you are a single mom. If anything, he will embrace you and your children because your children came from you. It is sad to say that too many single mothers in effort to get married or to end their relationship status jump into the wrong relationships. Just because they want to feel loved or wanted, they take attention from anyone. As a single mom, I need you to believe that God can pluck you from anywhere and even out of obscurity and that he will give you a king to be a good man and father figure to both you and and your children. Number four, I must be attracted to him and have sexual chemistry. I want to be attracted to my future husband. I want to like what he looks like. I want to be happy to fulfill my wifely duties in the bedroom, if you know what I mean. In the Christian community, it could be so taboo to talk about sex, but God created sex. Where do you think babies came from? If you are married, God is not going to get mad at you because you have sex and enjoy sex and therefore sex and physical attraction are on the list for me. I read the book Girl Wash Your Face which you can click the link down below to buy by Rachel Hollis and she spoke about sex as a Christian woman. Let marriage be held in honor among all and let the marriage bed be undefiled for God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterous. Hebrews 13 4. What this means is that sex in the context of marriage pretty much means anything goes as long as you're not hurting one another, hurting other people, and doing something that is against God. I really like the part where Rachel said that she made it her and her husband's goal to make her orgasm each time they have sex, sometimes twice if possible. She is a married woman and there is nothing wrong with that and wanting to enjoy sex with your husband. In fact, I have a video on sex and how it is viewed in the Christian community and how to view it as less taboo. Number five, be equally yoked. Being equally yoked for me just goes beyond being a Christian. It means so much more than that. And once again, I'm going to give you an excerpt from my book for single women just to show you what I'm talking about. 
Being equally yoked means that there is a relationship between two people that have similar things to off each other and balance each other out. One person should not be leeching off the other. One person should not be bringing everything to the table while the other person brings nothing. This balance can come in all different ways, but essentially the relationship should not be unbalanced. What does darkness have to do with light? What business does a good woman have being with a bad man? Why should a faithful person be with a cheater? Why should someone who works hard be with a lazy person? If you're a Christian, then yes, you should seek out another Christian, but that's a given. More than anything, what are you bringing to the table? Are you looking for someone who can bring something similar? There's no reason for your whole life to be a hot mess where there is nothing good about you and you have absolutely nothing going on for yourself. All I'm really saying is that I want someone that is going to bring something to the table and that is going to love me as much as I love them. No one wants to feel used or like they are putting more in a relationship than the other person. Therefore, I want someone to match what I'm willing to give and trust me, I'm willing to give a lot. As a single woman who wants to get married, it's important for you to know what you want and who you want. Learn the deal breakers, which I have a separate blog post on, and learn what you need in a husband. If you're lost, you should ask Guy to guide your thoughts toward the type of man that he wants you to have. You can also check out my video down below on how to find a good man based on couples on the Bible. And don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel. And if you know someone who can read or listen to this post, then don't forget to share it with them.